Welcome to another episode of the Walk the Line podcast. I'll be your host, Greg Sowers, and I'm very excited to announce that I'll be joined by three members of the TPH Academy here in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, again, episode 30, and we'll be talking about the TPH Academy. Uh, so the three individuals that are uh, gracing us with this interview today are uh, Mr. Pat O'Neill, who is the Executive Director for TPH Southeast, Michael Barra, Head of Hockey for TPH Nashville, and Lisa Mangan, the head of academics for TPH Nashville. And uh, before we get into TPH Academy and uh, what the program can offer, I'd like just to offer an opportunity to the three of them to give a brief background about themselves. So uh, first up is Pat O'Neill, the executive director for TPH Southeast. Thanks, Craig. Really appreciate you giving us some time today uh, to talk about our academy. Uh, my background a little bit as a uh, taught uh, 18 years uh, in, in academics and then uh, also was a principal and then moved on to some business, uh, some business, uh, really got into TPH overall because uh, my son played hockey and then uh, it got to circle around. That's what got me to Nashville and then got to jump in here uh, and help with the academy here in Nashville. Well, that's awesome. Thank you for coming on. Um, and then next we have the head of hockey for TPH Nashville, Mike Barra. Yeah, thanks, Greg. Um, this is actually my uh, my second year here in Nashville. Um, loved every minute of it. Um, I'm getting older and older. I think I'm entering my 15th or 16th season of coaching now. Um, coached from learn to play level all the way up through professional hockey. Um, now I'm coaching here specifically uh, with the 16U AAA National Junior Predators team. And as you mentioned, uh, the head of hockey um, here with TPH. And like I said, I'm loving every minute of it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on. And then uh, the head of academics for TPH Nashville, Lisa Mannion. Thanks, Coach Greg. Um, I'm Lisa Mannion. I have been a classroom teacher for about 25 years and a hockey mom for 10 years to two hockey players um, and an army wife. But um I made the change this summer to head of academics for TPH and am absolutely loving it. Hockey all awesome. day, all night. <laughs> That's right. It's a lifestyle for sure. Um, and just for our listeners, so we're going to kind of go into the academics and the hockey part of the school. Um, I've got a lot of questions, you know, from, from Flyers parents and some of the high school parents uh, as well, being a coach of Summit Page. Um, and I thought it was a good idea to, you know, obviously discuss this, you know, opportunity for a school and and some hockey at the same time on the podcast so um obviously so tph academy total package hockey academy and for uh pat and mike and lisa um i was actually a og uh tph player back when they had the the red jersey so um back in the day it was nathan bowen was my coach and yui Krupp was on the bench too so this goes uh this goes way back for me um and obviously tph I, and correct me if i'm wrong but tph is the I guess the parent company of the junior preds, the AAA and, and AA programs. Is that still accurate? Well, uh, it's not. It, what really comes down to is, is TPH manages the youth association, the junior preds. So okay. uh, we have a contract to manage them uh, overall. So uh, the, the actual academy and the junior preds are two separate uh, pieces. So we really focus on, from a skating perspective, we focus on the skill skate and the academics. And then kids in the afternoon will go and, and skate with their own team. So they could skate from the Flyers, uh, from the, uh, you know, with the Warriors or with the Junior Preds. So we take all 
all we work with all the programs here in in Nash in the Nashville area and surrounding areas. Got it, got it. And so, um, just for our listeners out there, and a majority of our listeners are in the Nashville area. Um, where where is TPH Academy located? It's uh, over in Boost Fit Club, so it's it's kind of in two places because it goes into. Uh, what we do overall, but the academic part and some of the strength and conditioning and and the mentorship and the service projects, we work out of Boost, which is over at Love and Vaughn's Gap Road, uh, Boost Fit Club uh, over in the Bellevue, Bellmead area. And then we okay. do our skating part it, at Ford Ice Center in Bellevue. Got it. That was going to be my next question. So you have the spot where the academy's held, but obviously skating at Bellevue. And is, do you also do the, the Boost uh, Fit Club, what you mentioned, that's where you're doing all your off ice training uh we that's where we do our academics our, our off ice training will happen some will happen here uh on the turf that they have but a lot of times right after they get done skating they'll jump into the weight room at our our head of uh, strength and conditioning she'll work with the kids there for 45 minutes to an hour uh doing that there okay and um so obviously you know there's prep schools and high schools and there's a lot of different options for for players and you know kids to attend school um what what ages and grades uh primarily are, are do you guys offer tph academy uh we, we offer oh, i'm go, sorry go ahead lisa go I'm ahead lisa. sorry we do grades six through 12 at the moment can attend the academy um we do have a lot of interest in the younger grades so they kind of start with the train only which is they'll come to the skates and the workouts and then um most likely join us in grade six. Got it. Okay. And then, so this is kind of a, an overarching question, but um, I, I know there's campuses, um, you know, all over the country, I think for these uh, TPH academies, um, but this is the, the only one in Tennessee. Um, I, I guess, so what is, what is the main goal purpose of TPH Academy? Like, like I mentioned, you know, kids hear about prep school and you're going, you know, you're, you're go physically going to, you know, the school and hockey's kind of, you know, a side thing that they do. Um, but I guess what, what is the, the main driving point that you, you know, you sell to these uh, players and families, you know, about the, the purpose of TPH Academy? Yeah, I'll, I'll start a little bit on the higher level and then kind of let uh, Lisa and Mike both talk about it from uh, their specific areas. But, you know, overall, we think, you know, one of our, if we have 1% of our kids go pro, you know, we're, we're doing a great, fantastic job. You know, we try to move them on to college hockey, et cetera, on to juniors. Uh, but we really focus on if we have the opportunity to make them 100, we have 100% opportunity to make them good citizens. And so we really, we do, do focus at the academy on the mentorship part, on the service projects. You know, I actually had one person come in and he, he asked me, I, I love what you're doing there. And, you know, I, I immediately jumped into the, the, the basics of the education part. And he said, no, 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 I, I, I take that for granted that you guys are doing that part. It's all the executive skills that you're teaching our kids and what they need to do. If I had those kind of kids at my company, you know, these kids here, we'd be doing great. So, uh, you know, we want to advance these student athletes, uh, you know, in and beyond the game and make them the next generation of impact players uh, on and off the ice or off the field and in the classroom and in their communities. So. I'll let Lisa and Mike talk a little bit about specifics on what we can do here as far as the hockey piece is concerned and also the academic piece. Um, as for academics, um, I mean, we obviously focus on academics here, but we do more than that. For example, you know, we notice the need kind of with our middle schoolers in order to prepare them 
for high school. Um, they're doing an online platform, but they need the um, accountability and organization and all that. So we have just incorporated this little very user-friendly program for them. Um, it's like a particular calendar where they set goals and it's almost like a digital planner or digital agenda. And it's to help them look at what they have, set their goals and their pacing, and then they check the box when they have reached each goal. And it's a way to teach them to be organized and prepared and get ready for high school. We are actually also going to incorporate it a bit in the high school because it's a little different when you're following an online platform and we want to make sure all these kids understand how to hold themselves hundred percent accountable for everything. And so they can prepare for college and life in general. Yeah. And, and Greg, I will, I will say that I was super fortunate um, to work with a great coach when I was coaching the USHL named Luke Strand and, Luke Strand now is the head coach of Minnesota State, and he always had a saying that said that the person makes the player. And, you know, I think that's something that we really strive for at TPH is making sure we're not only developing all these individuals as, as players on the ice, but making sure that they're better people off of it. So um, just take really taking that whole holistic approach to it all. Yeah, I mean, and even as a, a former player from TPH, I mean, even back, what was this? I was a peewee, so... Uh, 15 years ago, it was, you know, the same message you guys are saying right now is what they did from the very beginning. So it's, uh, it's just good to hear things haven't, uh, they haven't strayed away from that. And, you know, the, the big thing, and it, it sounds like what you guys are preaching the same thing of, you know, you could be the best player and, you know, get the points and everything. But, you know, if you're looking to go to a school, if you're not the best person, and you're not getting a job done in the classroom, it's kind of, you know, that's the most important piece. They want to have good people before you're a good hockey player in their program. So uh, it's just good to, good to hear those things. Um, so I'll couple these, these next two questions together. Um, you know, you mentioned, you, you know, you're, you have these student athletes, um, obviously uh, us being, or myself being the hockey coach, and we're kind of focusing on hockey on this podcast, but um, you know, how many, how many students do you have enrolled um, at the Nashville uh, campus and you know aside from hockey players what other kind of what other athletes are are uh, attending yep you know what's funny is that this model has been in place and you know from hockey kids going out billeting or there's so much travel that's involved uh that we have to you know all of a sudden they start getting in trouble at school or something like getting in trouble because they're absent you know and not attending school it doesn't mean they are doing well uh and so we've had this concept of, hey, let's do the academics and incorporate with what it's doing. And we've been doing that for several years, but Total Package Hockey has kind of moved into, we do Total Package Hockey and focus on events and training from that aspect, but also this academy piece, we really call it TPH Academy. And even in Nashville, you know, 33% of our students, we have about 120 students and 33% of them are non-hockey. Uh, we also work with the Nashville Soccer Club and their academy. We have 20 to 25 kids over there that we do the academics for them. And then we also have figure skaters, about 10 to 15 figure skaters. And then also the, the interesting piece about the hockey is we get kids that come to us from the hockey aspect. And then the mom and dad, they want more flexibility with their child and a good education. And they say, you don't do this for other kids, do you? And my, my child is doing dance or they're, they're doing equestrian. We have two equestrians uh, that are the sisters to one of the U18 players. 
that we have. And, and so they're like, oh, we'd love to do that. And so we, we get a lot more uh, people coming into the academy that aren't necessarily hockey family members, but then families share it with other people. And all of a sudden they're asking us questions on how they can be in the academy as well. So it's, it's really been great to, to watch it grow over the last couple of years to be more than just hockey. So got, got the framework from what we've done in hockey for a long time. And, and now we're able to pass that on to others. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if it's you know working for hockey players and it's working well enough, so uh, other athletes want to get involved, it's it's cool you can support that kind of those different initiatives or different you know goals for any student athlete. So that's that's awesome to hear. Um, this next uh, part is going to be primarily directed at uh, the academic side of TPH Academy. So I'm going to be calling upon Lisa for this one. Um, so you know, obviously. I'm talking about sixth through 12th graders. Um, you know, I, I have no idea how it works uh, from a classroom standpoint. So, and so how is a curriculum decided upon for, you know, your, your, your student athletes at, at TPH Nashville? Are they in the same classroom? Um, you know, are they, they're on the computers doing different things? How, how does that work from a, a curriculum standpoint? Sure, sure. No problem. So, Every student athlete here at the academy is on a virtual, they're on a virtual platform, virtual learning program, but our programs are powered by EdOptions Academy, fully accredited by Cognia, um, which means the students can transfer the credits if they're, if they're here, you know, one year and go elsewhere another year, everything is fully transferable. Um, onto other institutions. And we're also NCAA accredited, um, so we can offer non-traditional instruction to student athletes, um, which is handy for those looking to further their athletic career, you know, in college, but everything is fully accredited, fully transferable. Um, but we have this blended learning program, which is kind of our key to success here not only do they follow this online platform, they get um, live instruction at their leisure. Like I had a girl come up to me and ask me something about her German class, which unfortunately <laughs> I cannot help her with. Um, right. So I reminded her, I'm like, go on the live really quick. And they fill out this little um, entrance form and I kid you not, it was five seconds, bam, the German teacher is live one-on-one -on -one with her and could help her. Um, that's a huge plus. Any of their classes, they get that live help. But also, we're there. I have three academic success coaches who are here um, in the building all day to assist and guide, connect, um, you know, help when they're stuck, um, I mean, they, they get learning from every single side of things. And then in addition to that, because, you know, like I'll have a high schooler come and ask me something about pre-calculus, which I don't even know if I had that in high school. <laughs> I, I cannot remember that far back in my life. And mm -hmm. that has changed. And so I will guide them, remind them where the resources are. And EdOptions provides these resources that are just the, the amount of resources are crazy. Like all these different videos um, of teachers teaching, like if they did not understand their tutorial, they do their lesson first, 
that's no problem. They go on and they can choose all these different videos of teachers actually teaching different ways. And then if that doesn't work, they can do the live one-on-one help. Some, some like to just go straight to the live one-on-one and I don't blame them. Like it's one-on-one personal tutor at your leisure. Um, so that's kind of why we went with Ed Options because they offer all of that. And I think with that and having the academic success coaches here, we've got a whole blended learning program and that's why we see such great success. Yeah. And I think, you know, obviously same thing with hockey and drills and it's like every kid learns a different way. Every student athlete learns a different way. And some it's, you know, by demonstration or some it's just listening or some it's more, you know, you have to see it drawn on a board and I'm sure it's the same with their education. So it's, it's, it's nice to hear that there's these different, you know, opportunities and pathways they can take to learn the same material, whether it be, uh, you know, from the computer screen or if they need someone, you know, there in person with your, um, I can't yes. remember how you referred to them, but your, your teacher's on site there. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah. And then also reaching out to a live teacher if, you know, if Lisa Mannion can't, uh, can't speak German. So, yeah. um, <laughs> right. uh, so no, it's, it's, that's, those are really good resources. And um, so with, with all that being said, and these opportunities and options for the student athlete to, to learn, um, you know, how, how do you see that your, your student athletes are performing academically, you know, against someone who's going to a, a public high school or just in, on average? Um, we see our students are doing wonderfully. Um, they're getting accepted to major schools all over. We have zero issues with colleges or other institutions accepting our students. Um, in one of our other academies, we just had a student accepted to Princeton. So uh, we've had other students go to Big Ten schools and so on. Um, they're very competitive with other, with other students. And on top of that, they're able to learn executive skills with needing to stay on pace um, and prepping for being gone for a tournament or competition as well as needing to write appropriate emails, text with teachers. I know part of the NCAA um, requirements are that you communicate with your teachers. You're required monthly to, I know, um, Michael, my son just had a phone call with his math teacher. They have to, because it provides that, you know, you must communicate with your teacher, not just a text or an email. You need to call and talk. I love that they do that. So I feel our kids are very well prepared for school and college and whatnot. Awesome. Well, um, well, thank you for that information on the, the academic side. Um, and we'll, we got a few questions at the, the end of this. Um, we'll kind of rapid fire. And I know there's a couple academic questions in there, but uh, it's kind of switching gears to the, the academy uh, part. Um, and I, I believe, uh, Pat, you'll be kind of stepping in on this one. Um, you know, we mentioned that TPH has campuses pretty much all over the country. Um, what was, was there a, you know, obviously junior preds are here, um, and hockey's growing in the southeast. Was there a uh, uh, a major, you know, benefit to to putting a campus in Nashville, or kind of what behind the, the what went behind them deciding to put a school in, in Nashville for TPH? Well, as as you know, you know, with Nathan Bowen, Nathan Bowen came from Canada, was in Huntsville, and uh, did his work there, and then he started expanding, and then obviously started to spread some into Detroit, et cetera. And then really it came along, uh, you know, JP Dumont, uh, who's been here. 
uh, as a pro and then, then Tim McAllister, you know, both of those kind of started an academy and then it, it really built into a TPH academy from there. And then, you know, the success of the Predators uh, just coming down here, it's hard to believe it. Did I see the other day it's 25 years that they've been here? Did I catch that correctly? Um, I think that, yeah, I think that's that right. They, that they've been here that long, you know, and, and so hockey is just really built up and, and people have come here. So I think it just made sense that, you know, here's the next place to expand. And obviously, you, can, you know, how Nashville's blown up, uh, people are wanting to come here and do it. And then, you know, COVID has uh, really, you know, made people change people's minds about how things can be done uh, and, and how they can, uh, you know, do what they love as far as, hockey is concerned or another sport, and then also get their academics a, a, a good education at the exact same time while they're chasing their dreams. And so, and, and so some of these questions I've obviously came up with and other, the others are from parents who were, you know, knew I was doing this podcast and wanted to ask. And um, I've heard TPH Academy referred to as a center of excellence. And, you know, we're just wondering if, if COE Center of Excellence is the same as TPH Academy or if COE was around before and now it's TPH Academy. Is there a, a distinguishing difference or is it in fact the, the same thing? Well, really what Nathan came up, we are not a, a school specifically. Ed Options Academy is the school. And so what we have is a, what Nathan said, it's a center of excellence. We want people to, you know, strive to be their very best with what they do. And then the academics come through at Options Academy with our support uh, from that. And, and then what's happened over the years uh, since, since that time in the early 20s is, or, you know, 2020, people started looking for, you know, what can I do with my child in order to move them into something that's virtual and, or have that flexibility and, and figure that out. And uh, Alan Kiso, who's now our CEO, very much into metrics and looking at uh, data and information found that, you know, when people are looking for academies, center of excellence doesn't come up and he just wanted to get our our voice get our get us out to everyone else and said let's change it to tph academy so when people type in academy for what they're looking for as far as getting the the, the sports and getting the academics and getting the mentorship uh and and the service projects etc you know people will be able to find us better uh on the internet etc so we've changed it to tph academy uh to uh, help people find us and for us to find people who uh, want to be involved. Got it. Okay. Well, that, uh, that clears that up. <laughs> um, so TPH Academy. So you have, um, you know, obviously you guys are all experienced, have great backgrounds and, you know, there's a reason you're in the roles that you are from, you know, former USHL coaches and uh, things like that, but also, you know, you have strength coaches and nutrition training, and then obviously the, the onsite teachers there uh, for the Academy. Um, I guess, you know, First of all, how many people do you have on staff at uh, the TPH Academy in Nashville? And if you want to go a little bit into the, the strength training, um, strength trainers and the nutrition, you know, what, what are, if you obviously not a lengthy uh, a background, but kind of where you find these people to, you know, obviously support your, your mission and goals of the, the TPH Academy. Yeah, you know, it's just just like Mike talked about a little bit. You, you get a great guy like Mike, who I call Mr. Development because he's just 
Uh, he just really cares about the development. He cares about the person uh, that you have. And so you just find these people that are, you know, have a great background with what we're doing. We have 15 uh, team members here that work together and, and it varies from player development coaches to strength and conditioning to operations. You know, when you combine what Nashville Academy is doing along with the TP, uh, with along the junior predators piece that we manage as well, you know, you need good people that can put all this stuff together, you know, about getting apparel and, putting all that mm-hmm. together and organization of what's going on. So uh, we've had college players, people who play juniors, people that have been in business and marketing, uh, then also the strength and conditioning. Stacy, you know, graduated from Ohio State and has been working with hockey for a long time now and, and is just really the expert that we have here and able to share her expertise uh, and the focus that she has on hockey and then also helping our figure skaters as well and, and others uh, to do that. And then also there's some things that, we feel like people they don't want to pay uh, specifically for, but other people want nutrition or college prep or mental wellness and mobility. So we do have a performance zone where people can go in there and they know who they can contact that uh, have that experience all around the country. So it's a great, you know, total package, if you will, uh, that we have for people uh, in order to support them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The name works out total package hockey, get the total package of strength trainers, nutrition coaches. So, uh, good marketing there on your guys' part, but, um, the, uh, and it's also, I mean, it's, I keep using the word, you know, cool, but I mean, you're, you're in one spot and you have all these, you know, from teachers to coaches, to nutritionists, to strength coaches, and it's all under one, uh, you know, essentially one roof or within driving distance. So it's just a, a it's a cool resource to hear about and a interesting resource to hear about for our Nashville, uh, Nashville student athletes. And Greg, I, I have yeah. one, I have just one quick story of something that I, it just sticks in my mind forever. This one yeah. kid had just come from what we call brick and mortar, which is your traditional school. And he'd been here about six months and he walks up to me and, and this, he, he's a 15 year old now, but I think he came here when he was in seventh grade, probably. And he walked up to me and he goes, coach Pat, I am never going back. <laughs> he said, I get to skate in the morning. I get to do strength and conditioning. And then I get to do my academics and flexibility. I get to travel where I need to. He said, I am never going back. And I just laugh at that all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's a kid's dream. I mean, you know, you, especially for your hockey player, your dream of playing pro hockey and it's all under, you know, for those guys, it's, you're working out, you're doing your team meetings, you're going to skate and that's your life. And that for, you know, these kids who are going to TPH Academy, it seems somewhat similar to that obviously you got to go to school but um get them get them started early living out that, that dream um so kind of switching gears uh to to mike um you know talking about the the hockey program the hockey side um obviously they're skating you know during the week and then they go to if they're on a, a travel team they go to those practices but when they're with you all at tph academy um you know wh- what's the primary focus for when they're they're on the ice. Are you do guys doing breakouts or is it pretty much all just individual skill development? You know, I think we really break it down to pieces of different things. So mm-hmm. uh, when you mention, you know, system, like a system, like a breakout, for example, we won't specifically get into that system, um, but we will rim pucks the players so they can learn how to be better on the wall. Um, mm-hmm. When we get into say a four check scheme, for example, we won't show them like necessarily the, a four check, like a one, two, two, or a two, one, two, but we will talk about stick detail and the importance of having your stick on the ice and taking a good angle. So we really try to break down the skills um, into what I like to call three different areas. So 
a standard week for us really kind of looks like we get going on the ice on Tuesdays. Um, we have something we like to call no stick Monday where we just give the players a little bit of a, an off day from the ice. Um, but then Tuesdays we get into really the, you know, foundational piece of skating and Tim McAllister and JP Dumont have really taken over this day and, and they've done just an incredible job um, of building out a plan where the players are not having a puck on their stick. Um, they are focused on edge work. They're focused on overspeed skating. They are focused on agility skating. Um, really it's, it's one of those days that you would actually think the kids would maybe dislike the most because they're not shooting pucks and doing all the fun stuff. But at the end of the last year when we were doing um, our individual development plans, some of the feedback we got with the players was we really missed just the skating Tuesdays because we only did it for about two months last year. So this year we said, hey, you know what, this, that's great. Um, we'll just do it for the entire year. So Tuesdays is our skating day. Um, we don't have pucks on the ice. Like I said, Coach Coach Timmy and Coach JP do an unbelievable job of really breaking down the stride and the edges and just the importance of overspeed skating in the game of hockey. Um, Wednesday, we really kind of start getting into the hard skill um, piece of everything. So when you mentioned breakouts before, you know, winning a wall battle, um, and you hear coaches say it all the time that if you win the walls, you're probably going to win the game. Um, I think Dallas Eakins spoke on NHL Network last season during the playoffs and talked about how 80% of the game is now played along the wall. So um, we really do a lot of wall work this day. We talk about puck protection. Um, we do a lot of angling drills and stick positioning drills, really just kind of those small little details that help teams um, win hockey games when it comes down to uh, playoff time. Thursdays is, is a day that we have a, I call it kind of the soft skill element of it. Uh, we are, it's a, that's a title that we're trying to change. It might be the NHL highlight day. Um, these are the days that the kids have really a ton of fun um, where they get to work on, you know, the Connor McDavid moves, the toe drags, um, you know, the saucer passing, um, you know, skills that, you know, certainly have relevance in the game of hockey today, um, but more the fancy skills, um, the shooting with no pressure, changing the angle of a shot, um, small little details like that. So we really try to break down our days throughout the course of the week um, where we hit multiple skills um, that our players will need for the upcoming weekend of games that they have ahead. I mean, I mean, that's all those things are, it, it's refreshing to hear because, you know, we have, the program I'm with the Flyers currently and you know we have you know two practices a week and you know we're trying to go over systems and we're trying to go over skill development and it's so hard to fit those things into you know two 50-minute ice slots a week so you know for you guys it sounds like you're skating almost you know every day during the week but you know the kids when they're not at the rink they're on YouTube watching you know Connor McDavid you know <laughs> use his little uh pro uh what do they call power edge pro things and like sliding pucks underneath and doing all these cool things. But at the same time, we can't get them to chip a puck out of the zone or, you know, win a, win a board battle. And it's just those, you mentioned the little things, the nuances of the game is that that's as you get up and you, you know, develop through your career, those little things make the biggest difference from, you know, being a, an AHL guy or an NHL guy. Right. Um, so it's just, it's really cool to hear that how you break it up that way um, and focus on those, you know, stick skills and, and things like that. Um, as far as, you know, you know, just like Academy, you know, you're getting grades and, you know, you're, you're able to see your progression, you know, with a letter, 
Um, do you guys uh, monitor, uh, you know, hockey development throughout the year, whether that's, you know, a radar gun for your shot or your speed, or is there anything, you know, uh, statistically that, that you guys do to show hockey improvement on the ice? Yes, we, we actually do a couple things. So um, something I've done in the past is these, Small little reports, they're called IDPs. Um, it's really a fancy name for individual development plan um, that we have with all of our players. And these players get this form at the beginning of the year that grows throughout the course of the season. And it really talks about, you know, them as a player. What are some strengths? What are some areas they, they need to improve on? Um, what are some individual goals that they have for the upcoming season? Because we want to make sure that we, we're here to help them. We're here to make sure that they, if they have goals, that they understand like this is the way you're going to achieve those goals. Um, for example, if a player puts on his individual development plan sheet at the beginning of the year that he wants to score more goals and, uh, you know, his indivi individual development coach reads that and he sees a player at practice constantly swinging away from the net or not stopping at the net or not taking away the goalie's eyes when we're working on tips, it might be a conversation that we have with that player and say, Hey, you wanted to score more goals, but I, I noticed you're not finishing in the areas that you need to, um, to score more goals. So it's an opportunity for us coaches to really you know be involved and help them achieve um, the goals that they have. We also do uh, hockey report cards with our players um, on those hockey report cards. Um, we actually do testing throughout the course of the season to show, you know, if a player is getting faster, we have these awesome gates um, that our players, you know, get tested from, you know, an agility standpoint, from a straight line, you know, 20, you know, yard sprint standpoint, we really test them in every single area. And we just really use that to track their progress throughout the, you know, the course of the entire season. Um, we clock their mile per hour shot. I think it's, they always feel like it's the all-star game and they're really winding up for, for good slappers and all that kind of fun stuff. So it, we find a way to make it fun um, for all of our players. Um, but it's also allows us as coaches to make sure that we're, we're doing our jobs and we're doing everything we can to help these players develop. And we do our best to probably meet with every individual player um, along with their you know mom and dad, probably once every two to three months, um, to make sure that nothing's sliding in, in either direction and we're staying on top of everything. Uh, I mean, that's, that's great. I mean, the, just, you're basically making, you know, you have your overarching, you know, skill development plan, but then it breaks it down for each individual and the player's able to see not only how they're developing academically, but on the ice as well. So I know I, as a player, you, you know, go into the elite edge showcase um, in the summer here in Nashville, you know, that report card after that weekend was like the thing I look forward to the most to see how other people were judging my game, what I can work on. And it's just cool to, to have that, um, you know, as part of your, your school. Right. So um, I got one more question for you. And then I know we're, we're running short on time. So um, the, so because you have, you know, six through 12th graders in your academy, and I'm not sure how the ice time breaks down, but are, are all the are all the student athletes on the ice at the same time? You break it up by age, skill level. How, how is that typically done from a, a practice standpoint? So a little bit of both. Um, so we actually have um, our 18U um, AAA team. They skate in the afternoons. Um, they would be you know group one, um, pretty much 
every single player on the 18U AAA team um, is in that skate. Um, we have a group two of 16U AAA um, junior breads players that um, they have a skate in the afternoon as well. Um, we actually have had the 15U um, AAA blue or AAA Preds players that are in the academy as well um, skate with them too. So both of those groups are right around that 20 to 25 player mark. And then in the mornings, we actually have two groups as well. We have a group three, um, which is 2010 birth years um, and older. Um, those players can range from AAA to AA. Um, and then we also have a group four, um, which is really kind of the ranges from 2011 um, and younger. Um, and those players, like I said, they vary from AAA, AA, Pred Selects, um, you know, AA Flyers, AA Marauders. Um, we really you know, do our best to balance out the groups based on age and um, skill level. But also the way we break down practices in general is if we do have a little bit of a gap in ages or skill level, we do break our groups into station work. So we really try to put, you know, players in groups where, you know, we don't have a 18 year old AAA player going out there with a 12 year old you know, right. black player. So we do our best to make sure that everyone's on the same page. Okay. Well, um, no, it's all great information. I'm sure our, our listeners and, you know, I have, I have players who listen and parents of players obviously that listen. So, um, you know, thank you for the, the three of you kind of uh, talking about your specific uh, role within the academy. Um, I do have a few questions that I'll, I'll get through. Uh, again, I know we're short on time. So, um, and then this one is for, I guess it's for all three of you and they might be more sort Lisa, but um, you talk about having the, you know, you're a high school, you're going to the school, you're on the ice. Um, you know, obviously if you're going to a public high school, the kids are going to, you know, Friday night football games, they have prom, they have homecoming. Um, so this was actually a question from a parent. Do, does TPH Academy, you know, kind of supplement the prom and homecoming? Is that a, a thing even like they're missing out on these, you know, high school events that we all kind of have and they're, you know, these life moments. Um, is there something that that TPH Academy kind of fulfills that high school uh, <laughs> life experience with? It's funny you should ask. I just had some of the high school girls hanging out at my desk asking if we can do a dance. So it's something <laughs> we're looking into. Um, they ha they have it all planned out, but to give them that life experience, we we try to do things like we have a yearbook staff and we have mm -hmm. an actual yearbook that comes out at the end of the year. Um, so we make sure they're part of that. Um, as for like homecoming and prom and stuff, um, we, we don't, do, we're primarily male dominated. Yeah, um, I hear you. <laughs> we don't do that. However, it seems to me that they have no problem going to other people's homecomings and proms. Right. Um, I guess nowadays you have to, um, if you're bringing an outside guest, a form has to be filled out um, to verify that that person is in good standing, that just Joe Schmo off the street's not coming into to prom. I have filled out so many of those sheets for my students this week. So <laughs> I love that they're all doing that. So um, it's not your traditional experiences, but we try to bring in what we can, like clubs and like yearbook and all that. And we get them, we, we go on field trips and we try to do the best we can keeping them. Yeah. 
and and okay. I think Greg, too, you you get into the people that are coming here are really trying to push to that next level uh, that mm -hmm. they're in, and and they come here knowing that they're going to have to sacrifice some things, you know, that yeah. they really get focused on this. And before, when you were talking about two days on the ice, uh, you know, Malcolm Gladwell talks about that ten thousand hours. Uh, you can just see where these kids are able to spend when they're able to spend more time on the ice. You can see them improve. We see kids that, you know, last year a kid went, you know, being from being single A to double A, you know, being able to do that. We see that, you know, the other sports that they're in where they can go to that next level because they're able to fo focus more time on that. So we do try to do all the things that Lisa talked about, but also we have kids that are coming here that are really focused on their sport and uh, striving to be elite. Yeah, and I, I completely agree with that. I mean, you know, moving up through through hockey, as anyone on this this uh, podcast knows, it's, you know, you got to make some sacrifices if you want to be to where, you know, you want to be. So um, I completely understand that. Um, and I'll, I just got uh, two more if, if you guys got the time. We have uh, plenty of time. Of... We have plenty of time. Whatever you need, okay. Greg. It's great. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, so obviously one of the big things people were wondering, um, you know, tuition. Um, what's that? you know, look like, what does that cover is, and we don't have to get into the, the nitty gritty of it, but, um, you know, what's kind of the, the base tuition for the, the TPH Academy with, you know, ice time and the, the academics and everything. So we have this, this year, we have a couple of different things that have, um, that, that we do. Number one, I'll, I'll go with the overall, uh, this year we're at 16,950, but what that includes is students are getting they're getting on ice so they get the on ice training uh that they they do through it, it's about um we're about 32 weeks out of the year is what we are here uh and then they they get on ice get the instruction from you know experts like mike and jp timmy and teddy and uh ty uh helping them from that aspect and then they get a, another hour after that of strength and conditioning and then they're here to do their academics from that in the blended learning format that are talking that Lisa was talking about. We also have the mentorship program where our chief operating officer gets on and talks to the kids about, you know, what's it like to be a good teammate? How do you get your mind right in order to uh, be prepared for what you're going to do? Uh, so those things are big. And then we have these guest speakers that come in, either talk about academics, talk about different careers that are out there. Uh, for people. Uh, Mike was able to bring on a general manager from the USHL uh, to talk to kids. So really a lot of different experiences to make that holistic approach and grow those kids. From there, also, swimming and yoga. Have, Sorry. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, we do. We, yeah, great point. Um, you know, on Mondays, we kind of have this recovery activity where we can get the kids in the pool, but then we also have a yoga instructor come in to stretch the kids out on Monday. So it's that active recovery on Monday in order to help out. Uh, from that standpoint, then we also have train on. We also have train only, uh, which is nine thousand uh, dollars, eight thousand nine hundred ninety nine, where kids can they can just do the strength and conditioning and the on ice portion of it, and then also they uh, students that want to just come for the academics, uh, six thousand seven hundred and fifty uh, to do that, and then sometimes we have kids that are working virtual. They say, you know, I'm traveling so much. Uh, we have kids that are playing juniors or doing something like that, and uh, $5,500 to just do the virtual platform. And then they get the support from Lisa and the success coaches on anything they need as far as getting connected from that standpoint, and, but still gives them the flexibility to do their academics when they want to. If they want to come on campus, then it's that 6750 just for the academics. Got it. Okay. Well, um, 
Well, yeah, thanks for that information. And then, um, again, these are just kind of rapid fire questions I've got from others. Sure. Can you, um, uh, and this question is more for, for Pat and Mike, but as far as, you know, alumni, I mean, I know if you can go, you go to the TPH website and it'll show you all the kids that have, uh, have gone through TPH and have, have moved up and, you know, you, you guys in the NHL. Um, but can you just talk about a few examples of uh, players who've attended uh, the TPH Academy in Nashville that, you know, have graduated and, and moved on to, you know, a different hockey program or D1, something like that? Yeah, I'll, I'll start and let Mike kind of finish up on anything that I might have might have missed. But so we've really been over the last two to three years, we've been really moving kids um, you know, we've had eight to nine players that we've been moving on to juniors. Uh, Foster and Hayden Nickel are both playing down in Shreveport. Uh, we have Florian Wade, who came in last year, who's now playing in, in the Nall as well. Andrew LaHaye, Sean Morgan. Uh, all these kids, these are just recent graduates that we've had that are playing juniors. And then Jonathan Plylapuke playing in the OHL, Luke Gockler uh, in the USHL. And then we talked about the non-sports a little bit, but you know, we're able to give the academics and strength and conditioning. Harrison Cook is a water polo player that went on uh, to college uh, for next year. And then Mackenzie Edwards, uh, she was one of our first female graduates. Uh, she was a figure skater and, and bronze medalist in the uh, United States figure skating top 10 finish. And uh, she's just uh, put in a lot of effort into the figure skating. So we're, we're getting athletes uh, that are going on to that next level and having success. Mike, anything, uh, any, anybody that I missed out of there? Yeah, I mean, even, uh, you know, our goalie last year at 18, uh, you, Connor McDonough, um, he's playing North American League this year. Um, players on the 16U team, Davis Hales playing in the CCHL, Cal Gardner playing in the CCHL. Um, so just really, um, you know, Nashville is becoming a, is becoming a hotbed um, for hockey advancement, and we're super proud of it. Um, and it really kind of falls into, you know, obviously we're talking about exceptional hockey players, but I think that, you know, the really cool thing with that all those kids have in common is they're, is they're great people. And, um, you know, we were actually kind of lucky. John Flood um, went off the North American League this year and wasn't going to necessarily see the playing time that he wanted as a, as a young kid. And he actually just came back to join our 18U team um, for this upcoming season. So we're just really fortunate here to have really good kids and, um, and really good hockey players that are making, you know, a, a big noise at the next level. Yeah, and it's also, you know, to have, you know, the recurring, you know, uh, I don't want to say turnover because you're, the, the kids are leaving to go on to, you know, bigger, better things, which is your goal. Um, but, you know, those kids go off, those players go off and, you know, they, they are good people. They're good on the ice. They do things the right way. And it's only going to make your program or your, the academy stronger, um, you know, because now, well, you got another pool, uh, another pool of players in Nashville that, you know, you could take a look at. So. Um, obviously go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, and Greg, don't underestimate. I mean, you, you started the show off the top, just saying that you worked with Nathan Bowen. And, and so let's not underestimate the people that are going on from this hockey experience, you know, and, and are doing great things of being great citizens. And I, I think of kids that have gone on, they, they've played juniors and then they, maybe they even played a division three and now they're going on to be lawyers, doctors, teachers, you know, uh, just good citizens that we talked about in the first place. So it, it's just really a growth experience yeah. uh, for them too. We do think about the pro and, and if kids didn't come in here, you know, that's why they're here. They want to go to the next level and we support that. But as Mike's been saying, and as, as we've talked about, you know, building good citizens and having that holistic approach to growing these people is, 
is, you know, just as important, if not more, to this building process in the academy. Yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, being part of TPH as a as a peewee, um, again, I wasn't, I didn't have the opportunity for the academy because it wasn't around yet. But sure, sure. you know, just the the people who were involved with the program from the very beginning, it's all, you know, make sure you're doing the little things right. And it, it sounds repetitive, and my kids who I coach now are probably. Uh, uh, are sick of me saying it, but, you know, control what you control, do all the little things right, you know, being a, a good person is first and foremost. And, you know, you learn so many things, not just from from hockey as a, as a sport um, and the experiences and the, the adversities you have to overcome, but also being in this kind of, you know, fully focused uh, mindset of trying to achieve your goal um, and realizing the sacrifices that it takes to, to get along there. Um, and it looks like, Lisa dropped off. So um, <laughs> we'll, uh, I'll do this last question. Um, and, and first of all, I want to say thank you to all three of you for hopping on. I, I know our listeners are going to um, enjoy this episode and um, I'm sure they're going to ask, you know, where they can find more information. Um, and I'll have some links that I can share in the show notes um, on the podcast here, but um, you know, where, where can people find more information about TPH Academy? Sure. Two thing. Two things. Lisa's sitting right here next to me now. She couldn't get back on through the phone, but she's sitting right next to me. Uh, <laughs> okay. But um, also, I, th I think one uh, tphacademy.com, they can get in and find a lot of information on there. Um, and then also through the academy, you look for something that talks about the impact report. And the impact report just highlights uh, the activities that are going on throughout TPH all over the country. Uh, with what they're doing. And then actually, you know, not, not as good as your podcast, Greg, but uh, <laughs> we'll have a, we'll have a virtual open house this coming Tuesday. Uh, the first Tuesday of every month, uh, we have a, uh, we have a virtual open house where we talk about uh, all the things that are going on at the Academy and how it works and gives an opportunity for parents to ask questions. And so you can find that uh, on the TPH Academy website, uh, www.tphacademy.com you can find all the information uh, that you need. All right. Perfect. And I'll, again, I'll include that in the show notes. So uh, the listeners can uh, click on the link directly as well. Um, might be a silly question, but a lot of our players, you know, they're on the Instagram and the Twitter and all the social medias. Uh, I, I believe TPH Nashville has a Instagram account that I can link as well. Yep. Um, yep. Okay. At, T, at TPH Nashville. <laughs> ah, easy enough. All right. Well um, again, uh, for, Pat, Mike, and Lisa, thank you so much for, for coming on and, and talking about TPH Academy. Again, our, our listeners, it, it was uh, asked for, so I know they'll, uh, they'll enjoy it and definitely get a lot of information about the, this opportunity. Um, but again, just want to say thank you for coming on. And, um, you know, obviously, uh, hockey season is upon us. Everyone's busy. So I really appreciate the, the time you took out of your days to, to do this. Thank you, Coach Craig. We appreciate it. Yeah. Our, our pleasure, Greg. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Well, uh, thank you again, and uh, I'll see you around the ring. Yeah. Thank Thanks. you. Bye. Thanks.